Happy almost Friday. That's what I like to call it Thursday here on the Bet Like Mike Show, WindailySports.com. Go over to Windaily Sports, sign up for a gold membership. By the way, a little bit of free advice. Um, the MLB DFS picks and pivots article that's yeah. free today. He is on fire. Oh. It's free. Go check it Brian? out. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Yes. Brian's crushing I love it. Brian. I, 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 I do what I can for Brian. He's so good. Yeah, and he is. I mean, we're going to start having the golf. See ya. Wouldn't want to yeah. be in these yards. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you're tuned to the Bet Like Mike show. My name oh. is John Jansen at Jay Jansen 34 and the star of the show, Mike North at North the North. I How know you behind closed doors what you say. I know what you say. What do I say behind closed doors? You think you think he's losing his fastball when I go through a little Because <laughs> when you get to be my age, you can lose a lot of things. Okay. I mean, I walked off a curb the other day. I thought I, I, I you know, I go, oh. <laughs> I kept my balance. I was proud of myself. So when a guy like me, handsome, dapper, confident, goes through a slump, I just forget about it. I'm 4-0 my last two days. Yeah. New okay. York Yankees put him asleep last night. The New York Yankees are on a mission. They beat the White Sox. They were relatively low priced at minus 115 yesterday. My easiest pick of the year was them. They get behind one to nothing. Then they act like it's not even a big deal. I know that Brett Boone's been questioned, but his, I think, steady leadership down the line with the injuries they had have been just as impressive as what the White Sox have done with the injuries that they've had, John. I know last night you went one and two, and the reason you went one and two is because you believe in your Phillies right now (laughs) and at the most inopportune times. I don't care if you're going back, and I don't know. I know the history of all Major League Baseball, so I'm not trying to be a know-it-all. But maybe John doesn't know the history of the Phillies, but I'd be happy to tell him. It's not great. Gene Mock, for instance, was one of the best managers I ever saw as far as tactician, but he couldn't really motivate a grape. And, uh, you know, he became the Angels manager. They were supposed to win in 64. Everybody, I'm sure, John, you've heard that. Johnny Callison, Richie Allen. They collapsed. And now under Joe Girardi, who, in my opinion, has done a good job with that team. Has. um, He has. Uh, And I know, John, at the beginning when we got together, at the beginning of our show, way back when, oh, seems like months ago, said <laughs> that he didn't really believe in him. He's done a good job, but the, but the players, Bryce Harper can't do it by himself, John. No, and that's sort of the problem they're running into. Uh, to, to me, they have to be a top five offense in baseball or close to it to make yep. up for the lack in pitching, to make up yeah. for the defense. And if Bryce Harper's the only guy that's helping that cause out, then the, the Phillies have problems. You know, JT Remuto... What is uh, Segura's doing? doing really well. So okay, I, I so think Segura's fine. Right. But J- JT Romuto is doing uh-huh. nothing. Uh, that's yeah, the one he was. Right. He's the all star. He's the one that they brought back, gave that big contract, and he's not doing anything. So that's. that's probably, I hate. I I don't think so. Like, I think he can come back next year and be fine. But the, the performance this year has just been putrid. Okay. But but let me just say this. I'm watching DJ J. LeMahieu last mm-hmm. night. He's sitting 270. Got some power numbers, but he's having an off year, in my opinion. I think he's a bona fide professional hitter who's yeah. just having a down year. But he's, I think, you don't want him in October. You don't want to face him in October. Is Real Milto that type of player? I don't think he is. 
No, uh, he's a he's a great hitter. I'm not gonna you know knock Romuto on his hitting credentials. He's great. It's just that he's having one of those those down years. I would say, uh, I you know I wouldn't be surprised if he come back next year and have a career year. You know, I wouldn't be surprised by anything at this point. But no, Romuto. Yeah, I I think he could be one of those hitters. Like he's he's a very good can hit the ball the opposite way as well uh, type of hitter. I I love JT Romuto. But oh, just this year is not this year is not yeah. getting it done. Okay, he doesn't he doesn't put under arm old deodorant on. You sm- he smells this year, but hopefully down the line they'll take more showers. I get it. Okay, 20, 20 minutes of the best nonstop action, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you just go. We're, I'm on fire right now. Johnny's been consistent all year. Okay, he went one and two. He didn't go 0 and three. I had an 0 and three couple, about a week ago. That's no fun. You got to no. face everybody the next day. So um, good job. Now we'll get to your picks. Uh, I guess about 11 minutes from now. So you don't have, <coughs> excuse me, fire to go. NFL head coaches. I was uh, juggling this for topics today in my mind. We'll each name three head coaches. We'll alternate. Okay. You give me your two top coaches and give me a sleeper. Okay. So start out with your top coach. One of your top coaches right now. Oh, my top coach right now. That is a great question. Uh, I will probably have to go Andy Reid. Andy Reid has been a model of consistency. He drafted really well, and Patrick Mahomes is one of them. And this team is, is again, ready to win another Super Bowl. Uh, they weren't able to do it last year, but it's two Super Bowls in a row. I think they get back there this year and have a chance to win it. So I would I would have to say Andy Reid. He's the one I have the most confidence in. It, he's been consistent all throughout his career, getting the championship games. Now he has the Super Bowl. I, I love Andy Reid. Well, he had Alex Smith at the beginning, even with Mahomes. Uh, so uh, he's had some, I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes, but you're meeting expectations. Yeah. It's sort of like, because he's a superstar and he's that good. Just like you had Jordan. We didn't know what his expectations were, but once he had that worst first one, we expected yep. him to win more. And he did. Andy Reid loses Mahomes. It's a whole different ball game. Um, I'm going to go with the guy. I'm not going to take Andy Reid. He's expected to win again. But the thing that really bothers me, if things go right defensively against Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes led the NFL and dropped interceptions last year. They have that stat, 19. If you catch half of those, okay, it might be a different ballgame. So I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going with Buffalo's head coach is the best coach in football this year, Sean McVay. I think a genius move. Whether you like Mitch Trubisky or not, and they're coming to Chicago this week. Mitch Trubisky was a bona fide starter, played in the Pro Bowl, went to two playoffs. They know if they lose Josh Allen, they have Mitch Trubisky. They also have, I watched them this weekend, a bruising defense. Yeah, I think that he's finally got his feet under himself. Josh Allen's become a better quarterback. I'll go with my first guy, Sean McVay. Okay? Uh, wait, Sean McDermott, I think you mean. I mean McDermott. Yes. And you know what? Because I know him so well, I got his name wrong. Because, like, I would, I guess, I would love to say Sean McVay, and I would love to say Kyle Shanahan. But you know, I know those two guys have been to Super Bowls, and that's great. But uh, I love consistency. I love a guy that continues to have his team over and over again, like McDermott's team, right? Better, yes, gets better. That I think is is always ready for a big playoff run to get to the Super Bowl. And to me, that's John. 
Jets, John Harbaugh in Baltimore. John Harbaugh is an absolutely tremendous coach. They finally got their first playoff win with Lamar Jackson. I think they take that next step and are able to get to the AUC championship game. And it's just whether or not at that point, I think they can beat Kansas City, which is a very tough opponent. But uh, And it's funny, all three of these guys, well, Andy Reid, of course, but the other two, Sean McDermott, John Harbaugh, are Andy Reid disciples over in Philadelphia. So, uh, yes, the, the, the Andy Reid coaching tree is pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. And uh, you know what? This guy's pretty good. I think this is a pivotal year for a great coach. Was he great because of his quarterback? Was he great because of the system? Bill Belichick. Yeah. I think Bill Belichick has a huge year ahead of him. COVID. Brady ups and quits on him. Some teams never recover from that. Believe me, some teams can't find one quarterback. Will the Patriots be better than they were last year. I'm not saying they're going to win. Will Belichick win nine games? If he wins nine games, he establishes himself with that team as one of the best coach, as still one of the great coaches in football history. Now, if he wins five games, six games, if Cam Newton starts, or if Mac Jones turns into a bust, the luck is over in New England. So I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. Now, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. We have Reed Harbaugh, McDermott, <laughs> I got the Irishman mixed up, so yeah, <laughs> we all look alike. Uh, and Bill Belichick. Now Johnny J, follow him on Twitter, and I'm not shy about saying he's a got a bright future ahead of him. Um, he's going to give us our surprise dark horse head coach. Go now, ahead. can I can I give some honorable mentions first? Uh, I no, I would love to go. Bro- any honorable mentions? No, you can't. No. We can do that afterwards. How about if okay, I do we that can afterwards? we can do all right. We can do it. After. We'll, we'll visit that. I know. You know, you got to be an adult. This millennial crap. Can we give a guy a participation <laughs> trophy? We got to let that shit go quick. Okay? But, but there, there's a, there's no, a few no, names no, that I, no, we won't hurt anybody's feelings, John. We'll no, it. no, I don't want to. It's just that I I love three coaches in this oh, spot. Jesus but I'll Christ. stick with one. I know. I'll stick with I one. Know, Jesus, just give me a surprise coach. Urban Meyer. Uh, can we stop this? Can we stop this? Let's get to the meat. Right. Was can, meat and you had me waiting for the ice cream. Can we Come stop on. with this Urban Meyer can't coach thing? I know what oh. he does is sometimes silly. I know the Tim Tebow thing was weird. And I know some of the things that he said and some of the draft picks that he had is like, what's Urban Meyer doing? At the end of the day, the guy's a pretty damn good coach. And I think yeah. he's going to surprise me. And I, I guess... The, I, I, with all the college coaches that have gone to the NFL and have not succeeded, you know, it's always, uh, I guess, a, a label on college coaches that they can't. I think Urban Meyer can coach. I think he'll be absolutely fine. He has the talent to okay, do so, including Trevor Lawrence. Let me yeah. just give you a caveat. Steve Spurrier fell on his face. Some great college coaches have come to the NFL. Nick Saban, Steve Spurrier. I'll name you. Yep. I can go all day long like Lionel Richie. So it's not a given. But I no, I understand where you're coming from. He's got he's got some hurdles. Okay, he had got off to a rock start, bad start. The T-ball stuff bothered some people. Didn't bother me. Lawrence has got to prove he can play, but he never takes the job if Lawrence isn't there waiting for him. Okay, who's the guy from Arizona? Kingsbury. Kingsbury. I don't like him. I hate him. I don't either. But I'll tell you what. I like Kyler the team. Murray. Yeah. I like the team, and I think he's the perfect coach for the team. I think the vision is working. I think 25 to 1 is a good price for them. I'm not here to like how he looks, uh, being from where he came, uh, 
He dominated where he was at. That don't mean stuff. I just went over to college coaches. Nick Saban fell on his face. Okay? Yeah. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Even Bill Belichick, not, not college, fell on his face with Cleveland. Things are going to happen. But yeah. I got Clint Kingsbury. I think he's got the team. That's the deal. And I think he can coach, John. So my problem with Kingsbury is I do think it's the right, it's the right style of offense. Like that air raid offense, perfect for Kyler Murray. My biggest problem is I think that out of all the notable coaches that use that offense, I think Cliff Kingsbury's version of it is the worst. Uh, Lincoln Riley runs it better. Mike Leach runns it better, and you could probably go through a million. uh, uh, The guy uh, Graham Harrell in the pro game. Yeah, I, I I know that. But well, even wait a minute. that means something because even if he's not as good as those two guys, it's still a great offense and it's tough to adjust to if you have the right players in the pros. Right. But you, you still need to you still need to call it correctly. You still need to change it up in the NFL. Again, I, I see guys like Graham Harrell running it in USC a lot better than even Cliff Kingsbury did at Texas Tech. You know, if if you really wanted the air raid offense Do to work in the NFL or I agree. Okay. Do you yep. agree? I don't mean to interrupt you. No, you're Urban good. Meyer, Urban Meyer in Florida, he'll never be as good in the pros. The same goes for Kingsbury. The same would go for Saban. Bud Wilkinson won three straight national championships with Oklahoma for in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Three didn't lose. Won fifty-eight straight games. Went to the Cardinals. Fell on his face. So both of our guys. Urban Meyer will never be as good with this team as he was with Florida. Never. And, and Ohio State. Guy, His Ohio State and, team. And Ohio good. State will never be as good. And so, and the same goes for Kingsbury. But I think they can both be successful because I think Kingsbury even more now because he's got better players. Yeah, and he's got the quarterback for the system. So even if even if I don't think his version of the air raid is the best, it's still he has one of probably the, the yeah. quarterbacks that are fit most for it in Kyler point. Murray. So yes, it, it's a perfect fit. I would just love to see what Lincoln Riley would do in the NFL if he had a quarterback like Kyler. Obviously, he kind of made Kyler Murray well, you what know, he is. I would love to Riley, see that. Before Lincoln Riley, I heard the other guy was going to be so good in the NFL. The Oklahoma Chip Kelly. Was there. Or Chip huh? Kelly. Uh, Chip Kelly, Kelly, Oklahoma, Bob Stoops. Yes. Okay. I heard he was going to take the Steelers. No, Oklahoma coaches, including Bud Wilkinson, look up their resumes. When they go pro, for the most part, they don't succeed. Let's go. It's sort of like Ohio State with the quarterbacks. Let's talk about Cade Cunningham saying that, hey, man, Michael Jordan was different, but LeBron's the greatest ever. Hey, hey, Cade. You'd be maybe a late first-round pick if you played in the 70s, 80s, or 90s behind guys like Pistol Pete Maravich, Isaiah Thomas. Let me tell you something. The NBA's watered down. I just heard a prominent pro. I'm forgetting his name. Oh, Ron Artest. Listen to this. Remember Ron Artest? Oh, yeah. World B, whatever his name was. He said in today's game, Jordan averages 50. Said that on a TV show the other day. Average is 50. So, Cade Cunningham, take a break when I tell you this. Because LeBron James is all good, and I know he's your guy. But there's nobody like him. When you have a current pro that played against both, both. Now, Jordan was with the Wizards. And he tells you that? Just listen. Do you agree? I I will give LeBron James – I always give LeBron at least a lot of credit for – 
playing in two completely different leagues because even when he came in in like the mid early 2000s, you know, it was still it wasn't in the 90s, that kind of style, but it was still a little bit physical. It was still played inside the paint. And LeBron James succeeded in that, but it changed so drastically the NBA now to yeah. a three-point league. And I give LeBron a lot of credit for changing that style of his game and being able to shoot threes. But he didn't become a three-point specialist. He just played a facilitating game. I love look, I have nothing against him. Just don't go with the nonsense. Here's what I'm ready to say. I'll give him credit for one thing. He had the balls to say that LeBron was better. Not many people do. <laughs> the debate is always who's better. But you never hear anybody say LeBron. You'll hear people like myself say Jordan. I saw them both play. But uh, I'll give them balls enough for saying that. You know I what like, I mean? So I like it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's a, it's a good way to get your career started. Just just and give it, give your opinion on Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Oh, just get me pissed off so bad. <laughs> All right. All right, Chad. Here we go. I'll start off today. Uh I'm going to go with two games. Dylan Cease, Ooh. the White Sox are favored by about one. I think it started out at 160. I think it's down to 120 now against uh, Oakland. White, White Sox are actually favored pretty big now, minus 155. So, uh, okay, it's, so they've gone up and back. Yeah, and yeah. I'm taking the Chicago White Sox. Dylan Cease has a, an ERA in the fours. It doesn't make much sense to me. Just like yesterday, folks, I tried to tell you. The Yankees, pitcher Heaney stinks but and he went up against pavetta but what i pointed out to john was and i'm not a know-it-all believe me i'm just recently off a slump pavetta's era was 4.20 so it's not like you're facing some guy with an era in the high twos or early threes so i'm gonna go with my chicago white Sox to start things off i think they're getting their mojo together and oakland doesn't scare them after them playing the yankees and having their heads in yeah and also in that is uh the fact that the White Sox are still really good against left-handed pitching. Cole right, Irvin has right. been good this season, and, uh, yep. and Oakland's not been doing too great as of late. So I do like that pick uh, okay. a lot. And I'm going to go – I'll take a little bit of a run line here. How about we do that with the Milwaukee Brewers? It's minus 120, so a little bit of juice, but Jeez, Milwaukee – yeah, Milwaukee's been one of the best teams in baseball for the second half of the season. They have one of the, their best pitchers in Brandon Woodruff on the mound, and they're taking on John Lester. John Lester is not good. Uh, I think the Brewers hit him early. Probably not for a ton of runs like we have seen a few teams be able to hit John Lester, but I do think they're able to put up enough runs for Brandon Woodruff to get the win, and I think by a, a, a couple of runs. So I will take the Brewers on the run line. I think they win this game pretty big. All right, and I got one more for everybody because I gave that one out on my Bear Barroom show sponsored by One Daily. Uh, continue to follow One Daily, folks, please. Uh, they got a brand-new app out, the whole thing. Yeah, got, uh, Sharp app, Daily, yeah. Sharp, uh, Jason, and everybody. Tremendous job done by one and all. Uh, I'm going Kansas City. The run line, what is that, John? It, uh, plus it's minus 110. Up. Yeah, so it's it's about even. It's about even Kansas City tonight. Um, who are they playing? Kansas City's oh, playing Houston. Tonight. I got Houston. They're playing the. Uh, uh, I I got a heavy read on taking Kansas City, but I don't have the balls. And uh, they're getting <laughs> one sixty. I don't have the balls to just take the underdog. I got to take the right. run line. I like like John did. I won with the run line in the game I bet last night. It's sweet when that happens. You know what's been great when you when you decide to take the run line plus one and a half for minus 170, which is taking a chance, but you lose five to four. 
but you win because you had a one and a half. That's what's sweet. Okay. So I'm taking uh, uh, the Kansas City Royals against Houston for my only other pick of the day. So, yeah, I got one more. Uh, I will take take Seattle over the Rangers, minus 135. Uh, Chris Flexen on the mound. He's actually been really good, 10 and 5, 3.7 ERA. But it's more on the other side. Like, Texas Rangers haven't been good. They traded away a bunch of players. And now Spencer Howard's on the mound. And, you know, he went from Philly now over to Texas, and the problems still persist. He can't go more than two or three innings without fading away towards the end of that start and giving up a bunch of runs. I, I think Seattle, they've been playing well. You know, they're actually kind of making a case for the wild card here. They have one of their best pitchers. I, I think Seattle wins this game, and I think minus 135 is a really good money line to take them at because of the yeah. way the Texas Rangers have been playing as well. I think of two Texas Rangers in my lifetime. David Clyde, who was in high school, pitched uh, a game for the Rangers at the time. God bless him. And then I think of a guy that, you know, the establishment or the the media swamp wanted to succeed so badly because he was messed up personally and he couldn't keep his discipline. I wonder where he's at today. I hope everything's okay. Josh Hamilton. Yeah. Josh Hamilton was a bona fide Mickey Mantle type player and he just couldn't get it right. And I, you know, I'm an addictive, I have addictive personality things too. So I'm not, or, or, I'm addicted to stuff where I was like booze and stuff like that. So I understand it uh, no longer, but you know, he couldn't straighten himself out. I always made it to work. And those that's that's where drugs come in. So I think of him. Hope he's doing okay. John, as usual, the fastest 20 minutes. We've gone to 21 minutes. We're starting to get we have. <laughs> yeah, we're getting management some free time here, so we better let him go. He's I although I don't even know if he knows we're on because you know they're looking at the the brand new app now, which yeah, is sharp app. Sharp. Yeah. Yeah, go to check it, it, check out. it out. Hey, it's a competitive market, a lot of people to compete against. So you know what? You need a budget. You need to advertise. That's what the, I'm sure they're going to be doing. Uh, but your word of mouth is always good, too. Right, John? Yep, absolutely. Word of mouth, always right. good. Sharp app. Check it out. Sharp app, baby. Woo! You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.